Oh, look, we are back. Uh, uh, yeah, guess what? This is, we just finished another episode, and we have a, more things to say. We did. We were actually having a conversation, you know, a friendly, innocent conversation between us. Here, here's what happens. Right. We are at the point where every conversation that we have, we think should be on the podcast. Totally. totally. I can't have a conversation with you if it's not on the podcast. We actually should have made that, like, in the beginning. We should have made that, like, a contractual stipulation where like we we our friendship can no longer continue right on a non-professional non-podcasted right basis right so So we should this is this is the weird part like every time we have an interesting thought we're like wait 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 for the podcast so it's like we can't even have a conversation in real life now because every we we can only have boring conversations right like we have to talk about like politics and weather. politics and weather and uh, if I showered today, right? And uh, ingredients of like yeah. steak or something pancakes. like that. Pancakes, like yep. what, what's in a pancake? Right. Uh, pancakes yeah. are fucking good though. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm uh, so 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 we were discussing off air, and then we decided to put this on there about the definition of weird. Right. And I made the comment that I am a magnet for weird people. Right. And and, I think I kind of am too, but let's hear your. Well, I don't, I don't know what it is because I don't consider myself to be weird. I know that I have weird aspects to myself, but I am like a sponge. I can, you know, I, I'm different with different people. But right. for some reason, people, I think because they see that I am, there's something about me that is sort of likable or whatever. I, I, I mean, everybody that knows is weird. And then I made the comment that I don't think you're weird. You're, or, no, let me rephrase that. I think you're one of the less weird people that I know. Right, right. And, and that begged the question, what is weird? Right, right. And here's why I don't think you're weird. Okay. Okay? Let's, let's okay, go let's go there. So all the other people in my life that are really weird don't really know that they're weird. Right. Okay? If you, you, you think you're weird, which makes you not be weird. You know what I mean? Like you have, you have a self-awareness about you. And when we talk, you actually listen, and it's like a give and take. When I'm with my other weird friends, they don't listen at all. Yeah. They're just on their weird trajectory. Uh, and, like, when I talk to Gaber, he kind of listens, but he already is thinking about the next thing he's going to say, which is usually, eh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you know, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think I, – I think you might be one of the less weird people that I – so that – my definition of weird is maybe it's the self-awareness, you know. Like, you have a self-awareness about you that right. I think really weird people don't. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, uh... It's not even a compliment. Right. Like, I'm not even trying to compliment. I'm just saying that kind of like I ate, I ate peanut butter today. Like, I think you're, I'm, you're I'm, not that I'm one of those people who are like, you don't necessarily have to compliment me. You just have to downplay a strange aspect to myself and bring it to light. Where I think of it as sort of not necessarily a compliment, but more as a non-insult. Yeah, that's why I think. Right, right, right. Well, it's it's more than that. It's it is a compliment actually, and I should oh, okay. I should own the fact that I gave you a compliment. I appreciate that, and uh, I just don't want it to be awkward. I don't want us to hug. Well, definitely not. Yeah, that that we don't. Well, I feel like I feel like a hug would be wasted on a podcast anyway, because I feel like that'd be like a big moment. Like if this was filmed, right? We could do a hug, nice staged big hug, right? Give people a nice visual representation of our friendship. And my hair be blowing in the wind. Oh, totally. We'll have it set to like uh, in the air tonight or something (laughs) like that. 
Yeah, right. right dress right. up like Don and Philip from uh, right, Miami Vice. Vice. Right, right, right. Yeah, a hug. Yeah, but even uh, in real life, we've never hugged. Nah, you know, and we probably never will. It would have to be one of those bro hugs too. Like back in like, um, it would have to it, again. It would have to be set to like a really cheesy, like uh, a cheesy yet awesome eighties tune. Yeah, where like. You know how like a lot of awesome '80s movies are like the two guys at the end after they've been through some shit. Yeah, you know they're all fucking banged up, and they're just standing there like yeah. they're both they're both like bloody like they're wearing like uh, like what movie are you thinking? Just like a generic '80s movie. Okay. There's like okay, man, that was some shit. And they look at each other like, you "Fucking saved my life, man." Yeah, never gonna forget. It. Yeah, you're like right back at your brother. Yeah, but I don't like hugging even women. I don't like to hug. You know, yeah, I just I, I haven't really hugged anyone. Oh, who, like, and who, who fucking started the concept of hugging? Like cave people? Like who decided that I, we're gonna like hug and touch, put our arms around each other? It's interesting you mentioned that because so in my darker moments, you know, I would look up, you know, the concept of like not having had like any sort of like physical right. contact with right. another human being in a long time. Yeah, and they're like. What you should do is you should you should hug yourself, and I'm like, let's give this a shot. And I do it, and I'm like, that's just fucking weird. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That that's that's whoever came up with that. It's fucking stupid. Is a lonely, fucking stupid. Is a lonely old soul mm-hmm. who lives in a basement somewhere. But yeah, so but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know why there's so many weird people in my life, but I swear to God, like every every day, every second of interaction. Like I can't even, but even I, I mean, there's there's countless, and 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 then I think to myself, I am the common denominator. So then, therefore, heretofore, I must be weird, but I still don't think I'm weird. How many of these conversations do you start? I, it, but at this point, they're in my life anyway. So how many of these conversations do you start? What do you mean? So like, okay, so let's see. What are you talking about? Well, here's the thing. Okay, so every. Let's take let's 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 look at it from a scientific perspective. Okay, I'll put my Einstein glasses on. All right, I'll get my Einstein mustache on. I'll get my Einstein wig on. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay, very pedantic. Weirdness. So, yes. Okay, so you made a claim. Mm-hmm. You made a claim that every interaction you have is weird. Is weird, yeah. and you. Already have stated you are the common denominator of all those. I don't think I start many of them. I really don't. Oh no, no. I think. Okay. I think. I mean, let 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 me just go about my day today. Okay. I had a phone conversation with the woman that I'm doing the acting scene with. She's weird. I mean, right. she's likable. I like her. I don't want to disparage her, but she she would probably admit that she's weird. She she just goes on and on about like other. Th- she's just. Well, you said she's an actor, right? Yeah. That right there is enough. But I've known actors who are level-headed. I have. It's not always. It's not a hundred percent that every actor is going to be flaky. Right. But she is. Woo. She's. She works retail. I don't even know how she affords a place in New York because she lives in Midtown. But she is. She's. She's. Uh. She. She would be a character in Curb. You know. Oh, yeah. She has that voice. A very high-pitched voice. She goes from topic to topic. I have to like be like, okay, we're going to rehearse now. Like you know, she's 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 a character, right? Oh yeah. So that you know, so, and I I just don't. I, 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 Gaber upstairs, he's a character. He's a weird. He's weird. He would admit it. I'm sure he would admit it. Oh yeah. I mean, it would be crazy if he doesn't think he's weird. He's nuts. Mm-hmm. He's got to admit that he's weird. I just told you about my trash with me the other night. We were watching Friends episodes. It was a disaster. <laughs> you know, he's just. 
He's just he's all over the place. He can't I just want to give Friends a, sh- a shot now after all these years. You would like Friends. Friends yeah. is a really, really, you know, and it's not. It's it, it's uh, it's like one of the big sitcoms I haven't actually watched. It's you know what Friends is. It's an ex- it's one example, few examples that mainstream got it right. Right. It's, oh, yeah. it, like it's kind of like the Beatles. The Beatles. They were mainstream because they were so popular, totally. but yet they were edgy. Oh, yeah. So they pushed the envelope all the time. All the time. Friends was really popular, like Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and it was great. Oh, so yeah. sometimes the mainstream – sometimes something is so great that – I feel like the mainstream got it right years ago before all the streaming took on and they just – Yeah. Well, this was way before streaming. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't even – streaming wasn't even a, a blink of an eye of mm-hmm. somebody's – you know, but um, but you know, once in a while something is so great, and the reason Friends was great was because it had all the ingredients. The ensemble was perfect. No one, it was six people. No one car- character was dominating. It, it was a perfect. The writing was perfect for each character. Oh wow! And uh, it was really like a very cohesive unit. So it was. You know, there were some storylines that were you know more than others so sometimes it's centered on jennifer aniston and you know yeah. but it was it was really perfect it was a it was a it once in a while there's a you know like 24 when it was great it was oh, perfect man. i'm re-watching 24 again oh are you really what yeah, season you first season dude yeah. and and Kiefer looks so young in the first season. oh my god yeah yeah and it's fucking great dude that oh, fucking great i mean i'm 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 now in like season like episode eight or something where he is he is uh, the bad guys are are watching his every movie. You probably don't remember this. He's he's driving. He's his his daughter's kidnapped. Yes. He's driving. The 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 bad people are manipulating him. They're watching his every move. Yeah, I, he, I, I lived. I that show was my life for years. So I, you know it. I pretty. He much has know to it. change the key card in the computer at East, uh, CTU. CTU. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Everybody's. It's fantastic, dude. That show. Fantastic. I watched it when it. I was fifteen when that show premiered. And I've watched that from like week to week. Yeah, and it's fantastic. I mean, it holds up like like you know when it was good, it was great. Oh, dude! And the fact it, it ran so. Right, I know we're going off topic, but you know we mentioned twenty four. Of course, I'm going to start talking about. Yeah, football. yeah, 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 yeah. But me for twenty four. That for me, twenty four ended with season eight. I don't can I don't count. The, yeah, the twelve episode. Right. The right. series and all that. Right. Because for me, the original series finale was a better ending for Jack. Yeah, I agree with you. Although I have to say that when they resurrected it in London, it was really good. I mean, I liked everything about it and I was good with it until right. the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So. But, but the London one was really good. I yeah. mean, the whole thing. And, and it was the woman from Dexter, right? Yvonne... Strout, whatever. Oh yeah, she oh, was in. Yep, she was great. So yeah, so yeah. No, I mean, it's like, and and it was, it was. I guess it was a mainstream hit. It was on for eight years, nine years. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So that's another example of you know sometimes mainstream gets a bad rap, but you know we had the episode about mainstream. Yeah, we we should we should have talked about Friends then. Goddamn it. God damn it. But you know, and then back to weirdness. Like, is is weirdness a negative term, or should should I just like when I say somebody is weird? I guess it is a little bit of a negative. Like I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sick of dealing with weirdness all the time. You know, I think it's okay. There was actually to bring up another sure show again. Smallville. The it was a it was a show about Clark Kent. Right, the early Kent. days of Clark Kent. So he, uh, the character Lex Luthor, his dad's a built like a billionaire. He owns his company, Luthor Corp. And there was one. Um, 
episode where I think it might, my memory's foggy because it's been years since I saw it. But yeah. Lex goes to him. He's like, your dad, I think I'm going crazy. And his like regular people are crazy. Rich people are eccentric. Right. And right. Right. that line always stuck with me. And I'm just like, I always, I always liked the idea of being eccentric. Right. Because I guess there, it meant there was more of an, obviously from the, from that example, there's a wealth factor involved. But yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Depending on how you eccentric take it, eccentric is a more positive term. It really is because weird, weird means that you're just fucking weird, and yeah. you're like you've never had friends in high school. Yeah, and you're fat and ugly, maybe. <laughs> but like eccentric is like you're just cool artistically. Oh yeah. But I don't really. I give you an example. So a few days ago. You know, I have a friend who's now in his 70s and he's got dementia and Parkinson's. He's a mess. Oh, yeah. he, he lives at... So I have another friend of his that went to visit him. And his other friend is really strange, weird. Uh, his first name is Tim, okay? He's never going to listen to this. <laughs> I won't say his last name, but it is a color. Anyway, um, so he, he... This guy, f- f- of course... Like, I, I know for years that I have to stay away from him because he's always, like, he always wants something. He needs a ride. Oh, God, You know, yeah. he's one of those people, he's needy. I, I like him as a person, but I know, like, I don't want to I don't want to be a friend of his. He faced, he faced, you know, Facebook friended me years ago. I never answered it, you know. So he calls me up. He's trying to reach me. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, he, like, so finally I answer it. He goes, yeah, I went to visit uh, Swain at the old age home, and I left my cell phone there, and I live in Philly. Can you possibly drive to Philly? To bring- Where's he calling you from? From his gay, not there's anything wrong with that partner's cell phone. Okay. He's calling me from a gay phone. He's got, he's really tall. His partner is like three feet, like they, they look like. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't even know how they have so sex. So like Schwarzenegger and DeVito and twins. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how they have sex. And, and, and his partner's name is like some Silvio or some like you know oh, yeah. Puerto Rican it's a weird match between them like you see them they're like how are they ever anyway so then I'm like I'm like look I'm not going to drive to Philly but if you come to me I'll deliver you the I'll go there cuz the, the place is only 5 minutes away <laughs> so I'm dealing so you know I, I this is Thanksgiving weekend I'm dealing with all my family shit now I have to deal with fucking Tim's cell phone and my life was like this all the time, Ryan. All the time. So then, so then he's call, he's calling me. He's like, he's like, and then he's he's weird. And this definition of weird, like he doesn't say, okay, uh, I'll let's meet tomorrow at noon. He can't say that. He's like, well, I have to teach tomorrow. I'm not sure what time. Like he's just going on and on. He's like, I'm like, look, let's bottom line this, Tim. I'll fucking get. I, I went to get the phone, and that took half an hour out of my life. I had to deal with the fucking nurses. They're like, who are you? You know, whatever. I get the phone. By the way, the phone is this archaic, horrible device. It's not even a smartphone. It doesn't even charge well. I'm like, are you sure you want to even get this phone back? Like, it's not even working. He goes, yeah, I got pictures on it. So anyway, finally, I meet him the next day at Trenton train station. And it's raining and it's windy. And I'm like, fuck this. Why am I doing this? I mean, I'm doing a nice deed, right? But the poor... and And then he finally shows up. And he's just like... He, he's he's like um he's almost like he's hyper to the max. He's talking. He says thank you, but he also says, I, you know, I, I just came from a class and I don't know, but the phone never works, and I sh- I really need to get a new phone. I'm like, he's just, I'm like, dude, here's the fucking phone. End of transaction. Yeah, I'm going back to my life. Yeah, 
I had to talk to him for like 15 minutes. And then finally, and, he, and it's just fucking weird. And then, then I drive back home and he sends me a text again from the gay phone that he has. <laughs> and he goes, I'm sorry I talk so much. I really, sh I really need to stop talking. Like I, I really, I, I annoy myself. He's, he's texting me this. Like, what am I, a therapist now? Right. So I'm like, you're not annoying. Everything's fine. I'm glad you have your phone back. You know what you need to do? What? You need every single weird person you have in your life you need to introduce to me. Why? Because for some reason, people act differently around me. It's like they calm down. Really? Oh, yeah. Case in point, Gaber. Good guy. I, I like the guy. I know. And it's funny. It's like I hear about your encounters with him. It's right. like completely different from when I meet him. I know. Because, well, you know why? He try, He has to he, – he's on his best behavior with you. Well, I feel like a lot of people are like that when it comes to me. Just like – Yeah. With me, they don't give a shit. They don't respect me. So they give me their worst sides, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I really I, – I think, I think they see me as like somebody harmless. I think I, I, think I might be a little intimidating. Good. That's good. I, I wish I was intimidating. I need to get your intimidating cologne that you're wearing. Well, I think like – it's like I told you like that one guy who like approached me last week at work. Who was that? He was like uh, – he's like, man, you, should, you smile more or something oh, like that. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm you're, like, that's just my resting face. Right. You're intimidating. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, so, no, but I'm a nice guy and people sense that. Yeah. Even though inside I hate everybody. Yeah. You know, that's my tragic flaw. Like I think uh, – I think we could work on that. I think we could work on that. I don't know what, how, like what? Should I be less nice? I, I mean, I'm not really nice. I'm pretty fucking selfish. Well, I think uh, and inside, I often want people to die. I can see. Yeah, I'm like that too. Well, not so much. I want people to die. It's just I just don't give a shit if they lived. Yeah, right, so. right, 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 right. Like I mean, it's just like as I'm driving back from this experience, I'm like, okay, I just went out of my way to deliver this phone to this guy and he's like talking a mile a minute and like why can't everything anything be normal you know right like i came back with a huge headache and i'm like why the, he, he did offer to pay me i said no 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 it's fine you know whatever mm. you know and it's like because i know he doesn't have a lot of money but like it just and then and then i come back home five minutes later the phone rings it's the fucking 71 year old woman from new york can we rehearse now are you free I'm like, oh my god! Like, can I just get a moment's peace? Yeah. Then my brother calls me up. He goes, "Why aren't you here? We're having cake. We're having uh, the breakfast." Oh, is this a, this it is was, after Thanksgiving? It was, yeah, he stayed for a few days. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god! Like, I just dealt with a guy with the phone. And I have to deal with the acting. It's just like it never ends, man. Yeah. And then I go to work, and then this guy fucks up the whole schedule. Like every 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 second of my life. It's fucking weird, and I'm the only normal guy all the time. Yeah, I don't like it. You know, it's just, it's, <laughs> but 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 you're right about about people like you know because Gaber can. I mean, I think when we did the podcast with him, he showed his true self a little bit because he was he was a little bit more. He was still on his best behavior, right? But he won't show you his like real like neurotic self. I think. Well, to, and, and I'll speak fairly. Like when we went to see your play. He yeah. said he had had like an edible beforehand, so he was, I think, at that point also. Oh, he should have an edible all the time. Although he's a little weird with uh, with stuff, like so, you know. But yeah, edibles are good for 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 calming down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like I, I I've had this weird. Uh, I see. I, I've noticed over years. I've had this effect on people where like. Well, I mean, they they, they 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 feel like they can tell me anything, right. Without knowing me, right? I have but, that. that I, we have the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people tell me shit all the time. Like, I don't care. Yeah. So I used to get that a lot at uh, 
when I worked in retail. Right. Um, right. But then... Because uh, you are a nice guy. I mean, people sense that, I guess. But. I think I, I'm a nice guy, but I think at the same time, like, I think people probably also sense that, you know, like, I'm nice, but not one to, like, be trifled with, I guess. I, I, don't, I know. don't know. Maybe it's your huge biceps. I don't know. Now they're getting pretty small. I got to start working out again. No, I think you're right. If we put like our mugs together, like our faces together, like if and people looked at you and then they looked at me, they would see me as like the Chris Farley, like jovial guy. You would be like the more like stoic, deadpan, you know, just, just the way that we look. You yeah. Know? Like for some reason, I look like I'm going to be your friend. And I don't want to be anybody's friend. And I have enough friends. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I'm trying to think. So, obviously, it, it wouldn't work for people you already know. Right. You know, unless, like, unless, you know, I, unless I become an asshole. Unless, unless you really, like, completely. Right. So, here's the thing with you. It, let's say if you just kept on going to, like, your same places around the same people. Mm-hmm. You start acting like an asshole. People are going to be like, oh, stop playing around. And they would, they, they would challenge that. And at that point, it'd be up to you in the moment be like. Am I going to stick with this or am I going to just be like, ah, fuck it, at least for these people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some, pe- some people are good. You know, some people you don't really necessarily want to do that to. They- no, but I, I usually I'm actually able to um, – I'm actually able to kind of draw the line and be like, OK, I'm going to be friendly but not that friendly. Right. Like even when I go to a store to, to get something, like I could tell the person at the counter wants to talk to me. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're just going to do the transaction. You don't do the self-checkout? I do a self-checkout, but sometimes there's a store here that's easier to, to actually oh, yeah. buy something, you know? Do you know the, the people? Yeah, because I see them all the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, hey. And then if you talk to them once, then they think you want to talk. Or the people present the gas station. Yeah. You know, and like, sometimes I'm in the mood to talk and sometimes I'm not. And I just don't – I don't like the pressure of having to be like, hey, it's a happy Friday to you, motherfucker, you know? yeah. So, um, yeah. but I'm I'm getting better at just like if I don't feel like talking, I'm just I'm just, and I, and they they get it, they sense it, you know. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a fine line of be, being friendly and you know not hurting someone's feelings, you know. But you know, yeah. But it's it's the whole weird thing is, I mean, it, it's it's all of it funny, like like I'm gonna hang out with a friend tomorrow, you know, and and she is eccentric, you know, and like this what what she's just she's very. Like, she has very funny stories. She's very talkative, you know. But it's talkative. It's almost like bordering on... It's not normal. Mm-hmm. It's not normal in the sense that, like, she. it's not like a give and take. Like, it, she's she, she'll she'll eventually, like, after two hours, maybe, she'll be like, oh, and how are you doing? You oh, know? man. That was, like, that was like me with my last girlfriend, dude. Yeah, and it's a lot of work to listen. Yeah, it really is. Or to pretend to listen, you know. Especially if it's, like listening to the same stuff every single day yeah 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 oh my god yeah that's that's tough mm-hmm. that's tough i mean and and uh you have to be you have to be really patient you know i, I lived with, with a woman in this apartment for three months you know the uh, it was so difficult you know mm-hmm. i mean i need space from people you know yeah. so uh but yeah i just um uh, the, the weirdness thing is really so but but you so you you when you wake up in the morning do you do you think to yourself that you're weird, or do you do you not even think about those terms? Well, I think like it's. I was once called like I went to a wet a family wedding. Sorry if I get another beer. 
No, it's not okay. Oh, okay. No, don't take it. In fact, I want $5. Okay. Oh, I didn't bring any money. I'll bring you money next time. Oh, okay. All right. See what I do? I'm so nice. Like, I just, I just, just give you beer. I'm such an enabler. Do you want crack, too? I have crack. Nah, you know, I hear that, like, destroys lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we have weird beer. I think that's a... Uh, I think the juicy fruit one. Oh, I gotta get the, uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. You sit I down. Out, can I, I actually had a good point to talk about. Okay, so I went to a wedding a few week, a few years ago. Right. Now, this happened to be... This happened to be, like, at a time when I had three relatives get married over the course of, like, two months. Right. Not to each other, obviously, but... <laughs> okay. Um, and the, the one I couldn't make it to because uh, I had, a, like, a work thing, but... I get to, I think it was like the first one I went to that we had my my cousin right and uh, are they still married by the way they're still they're still married you know like they they have kids and all that nice, um, nice. sometimes the system works yeah it does not for us no nah, in fact uh, in my one cousin who got married that day his sister uh, introduced me to an outsider of the family okay referred to me as the eccentric. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Weird. And uh, I mean, like, I love my family. I always have, but there's definitely always been right, like a label or something. I guess there's always been a difference. Like, I've never. I know you're a little bit of a black sheep, right? I really am. I mean, like, I just, I've never. Because they don't understand your artistic nature. You know. Okay, so it's it's that. I mean, like, at the same time, like they've also had artistic tendencies as well like my uncle he used to like uh do karaoke like the my one cousin got married when i was 16 bill actually cousin bill and he got married so we cousin bill he for his bachelor party i was 16 Wait, did you say they got married at 16 no i was 16 when cousin bill got married okay so he got married when he was in the 20s right so he was in his 20s okay and i remember we went to uh for his bachelor party it was him me, my dad, uh, and my two uncles. Um, right. My mom's brother and brother-in-law. So we went up to the Hooters up on Route 1, yeah. Quaker Bridge. Yeah. And this funny. Bill, at the time, like, Bill was a lightweight. So he had a – Bill, if you're listening, I'm regaling the story of your uh, uh, bachelor party. Um how much did he drink? Just like one beer? Not much. But I think at the at the time he wasn't – I don't think he drank much. So right. it didn't, so it it didn't take it. Yeah. much. Yeah. But anyway, after that, we went to Tiger's Tale. And uh, they had karaoke that night. My uncle, my mom's brother, he went up. He sang an Elvis song. And dude, fucking, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I never I never knew that side of him. Right. And uh, he was always like that real man's man type. Right. What, what Elvis song was it? I think – Suspicious uh, Minds? It was a slow one. I think it was. I can't help falling in love oh, with you. Okay. I think. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I, I think there was there was always like an artistic side to my family. Even my my other uncle, his brother, actually. Okay. Uh, so when they called you weird or eccentric, well, I think like it's like I was the only one who pursued higher education. Right. And I guess also, also. Right. The fact that actually, they had the art. They had that aspect to them but they never pursued it to the extent i did in terms of like theater that kind of stuff right so who was the person that called you weird oh my the one cousin who got married his sister 
So what? What is she? Who is she? What well, is, I think what I think she, also just know? just my personality, right? So I, well. I, I, that's what I'm getting at. I think yeah. it's more. It's not so much about the artistic nature. It's more definitely you're, the you're, You have an element about you that maybe is a little bit more of an observer. Yeah. Right, and maybe your family and your family maybe that's considered eccentric or yeah. something, but it's really not. I mean, that's just like. You know, most pe- I'm an observer too. Like most people that are in the arts are observers, yeah. and then they take it and they turn it into something. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm reading a book about Dire Straits. You know, and uh, oh, yeah. Mark Knopfler is described. It's the it's the bass player's perspective. It's a oh, it's wow. a good book. And uh, who's he, the bass player? Uh, his name is John Islesley. He's okay. He's, he's still alive and he's still making records. He makes records himself, and they're pretty good. But he's a very cool, you know, so I'm just at the chapter where he's meeting Mark Knopfler for the first time. Oh, wow. And he's like, wow, Mark Knopfler is an interesting guy. He's very quiet. When I ask him questions, he's kind of thinking. Like, I could just tell that he's different from most people that I've met, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he hears him play guitar. And he's like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Yeah. But, you know, so there's, I think being a, being, you know, being an observer might have a, a weird. Also, also, let me just say that families. When they don't, when they see somebody that's not like them, it bothers them because they feel they don't feel as special as they thought they once right. were. And you know, as that the one thing I can say I appreciate about my family is they never really made me feel bad about it. You know? Right, they, right. They they kept a lot of that I think to themselves. Um, right, right, right. They're Admittedly, there may have been a distance developed between us a lot over the years. That could also just be me just simply not yeah. reaching out anymore. The, the, the fucking family is – the family dynamic is always strange. Yeah. And, and I'm – especially this past weekend with Thanksgiving with all these – you know. I mean family family is really a strange – let's talk about families for a second. Do it. Absolutely. Uh, families have the capacity to hurt you and love you in a way that – in a way that other people can't. So you're you're always the most vulnerable with the family. Even if yeah. they love you, it's like intense. And if they hurt you, it's really intense. Oh, yeah. So I always have to be around armor with my family, especially with my Aunt Ginny, who has a tendency to, you know, once in a while just say something kind of negative about me. And she even doesn't know why she does it. You know, it's like almost like a habit, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the cool thing is that the older that I get, the less I give a shit. So and they're noticing that. So now I'm actually they're actually respecting me a lot more than they used to. That's know? good. A That's lot good. more. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm noticing that they're actually coming to me, and they're um, they want to be around me. Like if I'm not there, they're like, "Where's Danny?" You know, <laughs> uh, which is very interesting. And it's not like I tried to be in their favor. I I actually went the other way. I distanced myself from them, yeah. and now they're coming to me. So. Uh, it's that's an interesting lesson in life, you know, um, but um, but it is it is I would listen. I wish I felt closer to my family. I really do. Like I, um, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel close with my family. Uh, a lifeless Dave. He's a problem, you know. My brother. There's you a sent lot. me those two fucking pictures, man. Oh, oh my, my god. god! My brother's resting face looks like he's about to like he's can't he can't. He can't. He had like he has got a barrel, a bowel problem. Like, yeah, he can't release, but he's got something in the chamber. <laughs> I really hope. I know he's not going to listen to this. No, I, I hope he does. I hope he does. I hope he does because <laughs> I, I I met his daughter last night in New York because I delivered some backpack that they, they left, mm-hmm. and even she said, 
you know, what, 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 what was up with the family at Thanksgiving? It was so weird and intense. I'm like, our family is fucking weird, you know? And uh, it's just so, it's just so bizarre. And, and my brother is now in his, <laughs> I'm going to do a whole episode about my brother. You know? <laughs> like, like, he's, he's, he's old enough, he's older than me. Right. So he's old enough to know what makes him happy and what, because he's not, judging, he says he's happy, but judging by his, his face doesn't know it. His face looks like he's about to deliver twins by taking a massive shit. <laughs> always. Always. Just, I'm, 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 I know people on the podcast can't see it, but I think just for for reference, just for our reference, right. we need to see. I wish we could send them the picture. I really wish. I mean, he looks like... By uh, a young you know, four-year-old girl from our family, and he looks like this, <laughs> like he does not want to be here on the planet. <laughs> oh my god, that face, and that's the way he looks all the time, oh man. My god. All the time, <laughs> all the time, and then and then like David, David, you know, and then <laughs> like I, I, how I mean, and he says he's fine. He says he's fine. I mean, I assume that maybe when he's taking a shower, he doesn't look like that, or... I mean, it's possible it's one thing where, like... <laughs> maybe, like, in his head, he feels good. His body feels good, but just doesn't register on his face. No, no. You can't look like that and not feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, but I don't know what it is. Like, he's... Uh, <laughs> like, he's just... He's, he just looks like he's got the weight of the world. <laughs> He looks like he's got the weight of the world around him. Oh my god! Like he's—it's just and, and and there's, oh my god! It's just—it's the best, right? It's the best. I mean, I mean, I just feel so much better about myself just looking at that. You know, <laughs> he looks oh, like man. he's lost—he's lost everything. <laughs> and, but isn't lifeless Dave the best description of him? Oh my god! But he—but by the way, he did not used to be this way. When we were kids, you know, we have a five-year difference between us. Yeah. He was always like the charismatic one, the one that you know always had the girls. Like he was a real like stud in our neighborhood. What do you think? What do you think did it to him? His wife. <laughs> not the job. No, the job actually. It's not the job at all. No, it's the it's the home life. Yeah. Yeah, he's surrounded by. Um, He's surrounded by a family that is very intense about little things, and there's a lot of neurosis going on, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what it is. He actually he 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 loves his job. I'm sure when he goes to to work, he's like feeling. Oh yeah, it's probably like in his glory right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he you know he was he had a great job in Los Angeles, but he was like you know very big job, a political job, and uh, yeah, he would get, he's on YouTube. I'll show you I'll show you YouTube clips where he's like totally charismatic. Oh yeah, and like full of life. And like very attractive, and like, and now, now he's like this. Like See, he, he, that, that's that. That would be 
a perfect thing to put on a bill for like an anti marriage uh, advertising campaign. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, for man. sure. That's, that scares me the fuck. Like, just like, but I don't think, I don't think it's a normal situation. And, and the, and the weird thing about his, his wife is she's, she's not a bad person. And sometimes when you're alone with her, she could be very, like, you know, fun to talk to and jokey, and we right. have, so just happens to be like one thing after another. It just it's just, just yeah, it's just a dynamic. I was, I, her so her uh, his daughter showed me a video clip. Well, I have to get it from her. Of of so now she, uh, she has a brother who's like 16, 17, and he's learning how to drive. Right, right. So uh, he's driving, and. Myra, the wife, the mother, is in the... And they're bickering about the driving? It's insane! At at one point, the kid is like, shut the fuck up! And she's like, you just ran a red light! And it's just like, it's just... And that's the way way they are all day long. Well, okay, to be... be I mean, running a red light. Is... No, but it was it, it was an exaggeration. He he didn't run a red light, but I mean, oh, okay. it's just it, she has a pattern of bickering with a family. It's oh, just yeah. that's what that. David, David, did you take out the garbage? What? Did you take out the garbage? What? I, I'm doing something. What? Well, you know, it's like that all day long. Oh, my God. I want to die. So I made the decision a long time ago that I'm not dealing with them on any logistical, like any decision-making process, oh, yeah. what restaurant they're meeting. I'm like... Oh, you see, you, you had like a whole like debacle with them in New York. Oh, the ago, worst right? night of my life. They could not decide where to go. They could... We finally went to a restaurant that some of them have allergies and some of them... <laughs> you know, just like a whole fucking mess. They can't just go to a restaurant. Right. They have to choose like a vegan... Uh, it's like it's like you want to blow your head off God with with a goddamn tank, yeah. and then we finally get to the restaurant after forty five minutes of standing in the cold and delivering. We get to the restaurant. We have an appetizer. They go, "This food is not good. Let's go to another restaurant." That's fucking bullshit. I mean, dude, it was it was the longest time in my life. So I listen. You know, you just have to make sacrifices in life, and I just decided from that point on, I'm not making any decision. I'm just I'm just gonna live my life if and you know and, and it's sad it's also sad because I cannot be close with them yeah you know but that's that I have to preserve it's 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 Darwinism you know like the, the social Darwinism it's the fightest of the fittest the fightest of the fittest uh, survival of the fittest <laughs> what the fuck did I say <laughs> the survival of, survival of the fittest yeah it sounded yeah. like you were saying final of the fittest yeah I don't know what the fuck I was, yeah <laughs> it's, it's survival of the fittest yeah it's like it's like you have to preserve yourself. It's like when you're on an airplane and it's going down, you have to save yourself first so you can save somebody else. Right. So I'm saving myself first. Okay, man. And it allows you to, you know, open more room in your life. People who actually want to be in it, respect you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I I mean, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, I'll look like that. I mean, I'll look like I'm constipated 24 hours a day. (laughs) It's like so straight. It's not even a smile. It's like a half. It's like a weird. Like it's like a, every muscle in his face is tight. <laughs> it's like it's like there's no room for any. It's like <laughs> it's funny. You first sent me the picture. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, it's, it looks like it, it kind of looks like he has. He's got a little smile there. But as I'm looking, I'm like. There's a complete like lifelessness to his eye, his yeah. eyes right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's like, oh my god, that's when... like that's defeat. That it's is defeat. defeat. Yes, good word. It's, it's exactly defeat. And then you hear, and when he called into our show, oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like hi, you know, it's like, 
yeah, is there are people listening to this? You know, <laughs> it says, but but he he could still be saved. He's only in his sixtieth year of under. Uh, hey, still plenty of time. I know, but I don't know, and I, I'm just hoping that. You know what it is also? They're, it's, it's, it's this fucking... They micromanage everything. Like, their kids... Their oldest daughter is in college. She's 22 years old. They help her do the homework. They're, like... They're, they're like, constantly involved. And I'm, like... It's it's crazy. It's, like... It's the, you know, it's, it's micromanaging to the... And, oh, damn. And my aunt is like that. I mean, my family is really... Uh, there's, a, there's a... The problem with my family, I'll tell you, is, like, I like them individually. If I was... To hang out with any one of them individually, it'd probably be a pretty good time. Right. But as a group, it's just chaos. I mean, like, my life, aside from the fact that, you know, like, my... I still live at home. I mean, I didn't always, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still do, but... Right, right, right. And I'm thankful for that. Um, right. But, you know, other than that, you know, like, since I was 18, you know, I pretty much made... All my decisions by myself. I paid all my bills right. individually by myself. Right. And right. so, like, I hear about people, you know, like the the, the kids, you know, like they, they up and through their mid twenties, you know, they have not just living at home. That's like a separate thing. But like having their parents, like, yeah, money, pay for their giving them money, paying for their shit, yeah, yeah, helping yeah. them with their yeah, whatever. I'm yeah. thinking, how, you know, like right because their parents allow it somehow. I mean, it's kind of the parents' fault in a way. Oh yeah, totally. I I, I guess I, I'm sure if I were a parent, I would probably want to. All decent parents, I think. Yeah, well, you want to help as much as they can. Of course, but you, some, have, you have to. You have to simply, at some point, you have to be not a parent. You have to be a parent and not a friend. Right. It's not doing their kids any favor if they're paying their bills. Right. But yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not a. I'm not, you know, but family dynamics are astounding. Astounding. I mean, some families are better than others. You know. Yeah. But, you know, my aunt, God bless her, you know, she, you know, like, you know, she just lost her husband. I feel, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, and we have, we've always had strange, really, cause she, and I'm also very grateful to her. Cause she, 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 she took me into her family. So she's more than an aunt. She's like a cross between an aunt and a mother. Yeah. But she, you know, she, she lives five minutes away from goddamn fucking CVS. Okay. She texts me the other day. The CVS right here? Right here. Right, right across the fucking street. <laughs> I mean, and you've been to her house. That's right. It's, oh, yeah. it's close by. Yesterday, I, I'm driving the fucking senior citizens, and I have to go to the fucking New York to deal with a perfume lady. And then I'll get a text. I get a text from Ginny. Ah, can you go to the CVS and pick up this? I'm like, uh, are you fucking kidding me? And of course, I'm like, okay, she just, you know, she's, she's, I, 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 I could do it. I could do it. So I go out of my way. I go to CVS. I stand in line. I get to the thing, and. They say okay, ninety dollars. I'm like, what? And I'm like, uh, so so. Then I remembered. So I was, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So then I, I leave. I drive home, and then I'm thinking, I actually have her credit card and digits. So then I turn around. I, I'm like, I'm now. I'm like real mad. I'm like Don Johnson. I'm like, you know, like like you know, because I was about. I had like half an hour. Oh yeah. To like get dressed, take a shower. So now I'm like flying back to CBS. I fly back. I, I all the, boop, 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 the, the big line again. I like I'm like I was here before. I was here before. I get there. I'm like I have to. I have the credit card digits. And she's like they like no. We need the physical card. Well yeah yeah. And I'm like Jesus fuck it. So then I leave. I, I drive again. I get back to my apartment. I'm like you know what? 
I'll fucking pay for it myself, and then she'll just pay me back. So then I go, I go all the way back. There's a big line. I like, you know. And then I get there. She's like, "You're here again." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll fucking pay for it myself." You said exactly like that too. It was like that. I, did, <laughs> I, I was very. I was. She, she was like, like that. You mean like actually much more composed than you're letting on right now? Right. I was like, I'll pay for it myself. Yeah. And I take my own credit card and I pay ninety dollars. So then I'm like, and you know, I don't have a lot of money. You know, I have to, you know, I'm just starting a new job. I'm not making a So then, okay, so then I'm in New York. I'm, I'm doing my scene. I, it's 10 o'clock at night. I text Ginny. And I'm like, okay. So I went to the front. And, I, and, and I, I, she already has the medication. I left it in the kitchen. <laughs> so then I'm like, I, I send her a nice message. I'm like, I was there. Uh, it, they wanted $90. And I, I didn't have your, you know, your physical card. So... So anyway, I, I said, can you please write me a check for $90 and I'll pick it up tonight, right. even though I want to go to bed. And then, of course, I get a response, you know, 10 minutes later, they didn't take my insurance. <laughs> so then I'm like, if they did, this wouldn't be a goddamn issue. Right. So I said, uh, no, they did not. So anyway, so then I then then after New York and the train, you know how it was like to go back to the train in New York. Oh, it's horrible. God. So that, then, then it's horrible. And then I drive back and I go to Jenny's house. Jenny has a friend over, and I'm like, Jenny, can you just please write me the check? You know, it's like 11.30 at night. And she goes, so the insurance, they didn't, the insurance didn't work? I'm like, no, the insurance didn't work! So then she wrote me a check. Her friend is talking to me about my life, and I'm like, I want to go to bed. You know, anyway, this is a fan. And she could have gone to the pharmacy. She, she lives, she didn't, she, she didn't, she, she didn't. She, <laughs> I'm gonna have a heart attack. She could have gone to the pharmacy herself. Why is she anyway? So anyway, I got I deposited. I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm spitting on myself. So I, today I deposited the check and now I'm back to even. You know, but but you know what? What families are just you know I just I gotta I gotta live with this. I gotta live with this. So. I, but I don't want to, you know, and oh, and, and Thanksgiving also, like after being in all this family drama, like, you know, they finally they left. They went and my brother's family left. Ginny calls me up the next day. She goes, are you coming over for leftovers? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I've had enough of you people. Like how many days? Like Thanksgiving is supposed to be one day. Oh, yeah. But in our culture, it's a four day thing. You know? Is it really? Well, I mean, my family thinks so. Oh, okay. You have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four days in hell. Well, I know, like, in my family, it was, like, an afternoon. It was good. It was a good day. It was a good afternoon. A but good, good for even, you, Ryan. But even then, it was, what was interesting is, so, my grandparents come over, right? I mean, it's, Where are they I love live? them. My, 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 my dad had to drive them because they're old. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love them. You know, like, it's. This is your father's parents? My father's parents. Okay, so it's okay. my mom's parents. And they live in assisted living or something? No, nah, they live in Hillsborough. They still have their own house. Okay. They probably should be living in assisted living. but Right, right, right. So, you know, my, my mom's parents, unfortunately, they passed within the last decade. And right. That was hard, both times. Right, and, uh, right, right. So, like, <clears throat> so, see, Thursday, you know, it was me, mom, dad, we're home. My brother's there and, uh. We're getting stuff ready, and uh, my sister comes by with her husband, the two kids. You know, it's good to see them. There, we're we're playing this game. My brother brings out this game, this card game, where it's like uh, he draws a card, and 
we each do a, we each take turns. So it's like we do a round. It's like it's my turn. He says to me, "All right, name." It's something ridiculous. Like name three things you do in an elevator. Mm-hmm. And so he says it, and then he turns over the hourglass. You have to say those three things within the amount of time it takes for the sand to drop from one side to the next. Right, right, right. Of course. So, Which is like a minute, right? Or Right. So, right. Yeah. So uh, it's like – Three things in an elevator? So this is where it gets good. So if you can't get it, you get X. You get three Xs, you're out of the game. Okay. So, of course, we're all having a good time. And in my family, things are uncensored now since we're all adults. Right. And so uh, – Right. It's funny. It's because like one time, it's like my – one thing I think he – one of the things was like something about talk show hosts and all of a sudden my sister looks to me and she's like, talk sex with Sue. There was an old – back like 20 years ago, there was a show called Talk Sex yeah, with Sue. Yeah, I remember that. I actually remember it, yeah. And she was like, you didn't she, want to talk sex with Sue. You definitely did not want it. And she talked about it in like this really weird professional way. Yeah. It was so funny. So yeah, I like, she made Dr. Ruth seem cool. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, right. It's like this is twenty years ago. I was I was still in high school. Right. So like back so back then, you know, we had like we didn't we never had central air in our house. Mm-hmm. So we had two air conditioners back then. Mm-hmm. So one air conditioner was in my parents' room. One air conditioner was in my room, which at the time I shared my little brother. Well, my he was little at the time. Right. And my sister she would like sleep on the floor. So we all shared the room because it's. Right. That's how it was. Right. So it'd be late at night in the summertime, and uh, that show would come on at at like uh, yeah, 11 weird. o'clock at night. Yeah. I was like 17. My sister was like 11, and we were watching this show at yeah. 11 o'clock. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. This woman was so unattractive, too. Oh, totally, totally. She, was, she looked like the, like the grim keeper. Oh, yeah. She was able to deliver it in a way that was hilarious, yet made you totally not attracted to her at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she talked about sex, and she was the most non-sexual person you could ever meet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looked like she was about to die any second. <laughs> I think, sex with Sue. I forget. I think uh, I think she might still be alive. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. But uh, it's funny. Stuff like that. Like, we would come up with stuff like So, like, my question was, you know. Right. Name three things you do in an elevator. Okay. And I only had time. So, I was like, come, talk, sit. And so, it was like, because was, there was no filter now. Even like, my mom like in the come? kitchen. Like yeah, come even, like sexually come. Oh yeah, even like with my mom in the kitchen, like she, right, it right. was no big deal. With me, the first thing that comes to mind is "Love in an Elevator" by Aerosmith. Oh really? "Love in an Elevator," you know that song? I'm that, sure if I've heard that it. That's a I, big hit for Aerosmith, man. Nineteen I should know it. No, but for me, I would say "Press a Button," Elevator. Right. Get stuck in an elevator. Right. Uh... Right. So unfortunately, we didn't have like the amount of time to think about that. So. How much time did you have? Like however long it took for the hourglass. But is, that, San- is that half, half a I forgot how long it took. Oh, okay, but okay, I was okay. like, okay. There was like a precedent set early on. So who on. won the game? Anybody? I don't think we were really, never really, because we kind of just stopped playing. Oh, okay. Right. But anyway, it was so much fun. And then the grandparents showed up. Right. And all of a sudden, like. Yeah. Energy went elsewhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it's, it's not their fault. You know, they're. They're old, you know. They grew up in a different time. So. But they know what to do in an elevator. They've been well, to an elevator. Right. But, like, so it's funny. Like, I go downstairs. So I go downstairs. Where me and Mom are bringing up extra table. Like, an extra small table and chairs to bring up. Right. So we have enough people to – no, chairs people to sit on. And then, you know, I turn around. I'm like, 
you know, energies completely dies when they show up. Yeah. And she's like, you felt that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, it was never that way with my parents. I'm like, oh, I know. Like her parents. But what do you they, think? Do, do you think it's because they just have a heavy energy? I think they're just, they're way more conservative. Now, when I say conservative, well, obviously going by like a lot of def, a lot of the meaning today, my mom's parents were also conservative because I think also right. they grew up in that time. Right. The 50s, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, they also knew how to, how to have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, right. It's like, I remember like we're in the kitchen, of course, we're having these conversations and I'm, we're reminiscing a little bit and I'm like you know I remember one time when I was like 15 years old I remember going to pop my mom's mom my mom's father I remember I remember saying hey pop when you were my age did you ever masturbate he's like nah son we didn't masturbate we jerked off wow and then <coughs> one time what's the difference well it's all about how you say it one's like proper semantics which, right it's <laughs> interesting because like jerked off is better to say than masturbate well see here's the thing when I was younger, I would have said masturbate. Nowadays, I hate the proper terminology for any of that shit. For any sort yeah, of terminology. Yeah, but his, it's interesting that his definition was that jerking off is more appropriate well, I think, than well I, think, well, I think it's not so much appropriate. It's just, I think if anything, it's more, ha- it more has to do. Everyday language. It's Everyday more language. like being anti-appropriate. Right, because masturbation is like the clinical term. It's the clinical term, and there's kind it's of like inter, it's like intercourse for sex. Yeah, and I think I think for like a lot of people, especially like the people I, in the type of environment I grew up in, there was always that sort of anti um, anti. I'm trying to think of the right word. Anti appropriateness. Right. It's kind of seeing through. Bullshit where people use such terminology. It's like, even me, like sometimes I hear someone use that proper terminology and I kind of laugh to myself. Right. You can like, cringe. Right. I'm like, you know, you put on this air about yourself that you use this this mm-hmm. proper way of speaking. Yet, if you I don't, were, right, right, if right. you were being fucked in the next room, you'd right. be just as animalistic as anyone else. Right, know? right, right. Now, for me, masturbation and jerking off is pretty synonymous. Like, well, me I, too. Yeah. yeah like I, I think that the, was the whole thing. Because the outcome is the same. Oh, yeah. You release this white stuff coming, right. out, of, coming out of your... Um, Penis? Usually the genitals. Your dick, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't come out of your nose. No. So I, uh, I, I, I have no problem with somebody who says master. I think masturbate is a funny word. Like, it's master and then bait. It's a weird. It's a weird term. Like it's just like it's just a weird word to describe the act. Jerking off is like okay, you're jerking off. You know, like it's more physical. Right. Masturbate right, is kind of like elitist. You know, it really is. I'm, like, I'm playing tennis and then I'm going to masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> I think and I smoke think, a cigar. I think it's yeah. That's at least in the older I've gotten, the more that's what I took from that and the. The differentiating of how you how, what you refer to yeah. it. Yeah, but my takeaway from this conversation is that you asked your grandfather if he jerked off or masturbated. Right, and I never asked that of my grandfather. I just I never really cared if he masturbated. <laughs> I can't really imagine my grandfather masturbating. Uh, nor do I want to imagine that. But well, my, well, when I was that age, you know, he was the role model. He was like the role model in my life. So you know, like right, I, right, I, I right, want to right, know. Right. You know Right, but did you think that he did though? Because most men do. I was. I mean, do you think it was? Ever- I was. I was actually really innocent 
at that age. Do you think there was ever a man ever that never masturbated or jerked off? Oh, I know. I know for sure now. Who? But back then I didn't. Right, right. But do you imagine? I'm sure in the history of the world, there must be one person. I'm sure there probably was at least like one a, person that never did. Right, like a, like a pope. Right. Um, you know, I think it was obvious. It was probably someone. It's really not me. It's definitely not me. I think while I probably started later than a lot of people did doing that, but I feel like it's probably those who did never do it probably just grew what's up in the environment. Long, what's the longest? You, so once you started. <laughs> well, I was on a roll. Like, this is not, and I, I discovered it by accident, actually. I had heard about it. Right. And uh, right. I heard of what I, – I heard about sort of what happens, but I never really got the right. gist of it. Right. And then I just kind of discovered it one night. Right. It just came to you. I just came I, – yeah. I just came – I just kept going. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Now I see what I the, think my first thing. time was actually a wet dream. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I never had one. I had. I had. Not many. But I think that was my first my first one. And I was like, what is this wetness? Right. But um, I thought I had when I was like 13, but I think it was just sweat. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, <laughs> now we're like on the nature of jerking. I actually off. had something else I want to talk about too, but we totally got sidetracked. What, what, what? Well, you know, it's like the, we talk about, you know, um, uh, eccentricity. Yeah, and, weirdness. Uh, you know, I just – Right. Lately – Past few months, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, all for a large portion of my life, or at least within the last 10 to not 20 years, but well, for a while, let's just say that. Yeah. I thought about myself as a creative Mm -hmm. type of personality that was different from others. And right. Unfortunately, this past year has kind of shown me that I'm. I think I've been lying to myself all these think, years. You don't think you're creative? I think I've lied to myself all these years just about who I am. Well, first of all, let me just say it's not black and white. There's levels of creativity. You're definitely a creative person. Thanks, man. That's not even a compliment. Okay. That's just like – I just I had – I fail to differentiate a compliment from just a stating of like fact. I got right, right, right. I'm just like I, for some reason I'm not here to give you compliments. I'm here to give you the truth. That that's a good fucking quote. That's a good fucking quote. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's like I, I'm very altruistic. So so first of all, you are very creative for sure. For I have no doubt. I bet you on my left testicle. Right. You you do that a lot. You I bet, do that. You bet your left testicle that's, a lot. That's my you're, best. You're really, you're really lucky that you haven't like lost any bets. That's my best testicle, and. Um, and so the facts. Why do you think you're not? Cre- why do you think you're not creative? So I think that if I w- if I was creative person outside of like these types of projects, right. I've done, right? If I really was creative person, I'd be doing it all the time, or I'd always have like ideas coming to me. I guess in a way, I Dude. I I think that's the problem with me. Like, not so much that I idolize like the Beatles and people who right. really made an impact. Right. Sure. But I always compare myself to like people like them and I think myself, right. well, I right. definitely haven't done what they have. So. No, no, neither have I. But you know what Bruce said in the recent interview with Howard Stern, which is on which HBO? Which I've, I've yet to watch. I, you I will. can't wait to watch it. You know what he said? He said – at one point Howard says, so do you, do you write songs like all the time? He goes, no. There will be years that go by. Oh, no shit. And, he's, and, and, Howard's, and he's like he, – Bruce says, I have no idea if I'm ever going to write a song. No idea. 
Huh. So the fact that you, you know, like, so creativity is not measured by the amount. It's, it's, you know, it's measured by the fact if you're creative or not. And you are creative. So, huh. so anyway, uh, but I hear you. We can't measure ourselves by the fucking Beatles. I measure myself by the guy down the street, you know, <laughs> who's not creative at all. Oh, my God, we're at the end of the thing. So, by the way, this name of the episode is Weird versus Eccentric. Weird versus I actually, when we talked about, I was I was thinking about putting eccentric in the title, just wasn't sure where. Weird versus so eccentric. That, that's that's good. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I hope we uh, taught ourselves uh, something uh, here. Maybe. Oh my God, we're in the red again. We're in the red. Uh, so uh, we did two fucking episodes for you, fucking people. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>